Hi everyone, um, welcome to the SMA YouTube channel. My name is Hannah Gant and I'm a current student in the sports management program at OSU. We're currently doing a series of interviews of alums who currently work in the sports industry. Today we have Brian Flinner, um, the, the general manager of the Gary South Shore Railcats. Um, thank you for being um, here with us today, Gary. So I just want to kick it off and just ask you um, to give a brief description of your career journey um, and how do you end up where you are today? Well, Hannah, it's a pleasure to be with you guys, and hello, current and prospective and past students of the sport management program. I guess I, I've, been, I've been very fortunate in my career, and it's gone 180 degrees um, several different times. I originally went to Ohio State uh, wanting to work in the NBA, and uh, I have never been employed by an NBA team a day in my life. It's kind of I, how ironic it is. Um, I've worked in a variety of different sports. I actually, you know, I uh, was a grad assistant at Ohio State in recreation and aeromail sports. As much as I love my time there, uh, this is in the old Larkins Hall before you now have whatever it's called, the RPAC or whatever it's called now, uh, the old Larkins Hall. Um, it taught me that's not what I wanted to do. And uh, I worked for a soccer team for a few years. And, and now what you, the league is now what you know is the NASL. It's kind of, I started off my internship uh, with them and my internship eventually rolled into a full-time position. Hannah, uh, from there, unfortunately, that team went out of business. I took a job then with a uh, nonprofit group in, uh, in Columbus, Ohio. I wanted to stay. I had an opportunity to move to Cincinnati. Uh, actually chose to get out of sports for a few years and worked for a group called the American Diabetes Association for a few years. And then from there, that experience really not only taught me the power of relationships, but also taught me I really wanted to work in sports. And, and from there, I ended up um, being able to get in at Ohio State and work there in the athletic department for nine, almost 10 years in the athletic department, doing a variety of different things and working with several coaches, administrators, two athletic directors, uh, a lot of cool stuff, the rise of social media, national championships, like some pretty cool things. Um, from there, I left and uh, went to work for the University of Akron for a couple of years. Uh, from there, ended up um, trying to remember how the whole time, I'm starting to get old, so I'm trying to remember the timeline here, Hannah. Uh, from there, uh, I ended up, kind of got hooked up with a friend of mine who was doing some outsource ticket sales um, <clears throat> that's a very popular now in college athletics. And my friend, uh, Mark Washoe, was, his niche was going to be um, smaller schools that really didn't have football, but the big boys, the 900-pound gorillas in the, on the block didn't necessarily want those schools as a part of their portfolio. So him and I worked together. Um, for, for a while, setting up ticket sales operations. He also helped me. I worked for the Youngstown Phantoms, a junior hockey team. <clears throat> from there, I kind of worked with him for a while. And then that's where I really got from there. I got my opportunity to go into um, minor league baseball and got my first, first opportunity with a group called the uh, then Akron Arrows. I got to go through a rebrand of the team. We went from Akron Arrows to Akron Rubber Ducks. Worked for them, which is the AA affiliate of the Cleveland Indians. Worked for them for 
six years and then got and then made a transition here into Indiana as the general manager of the Gary South Shore Railcats. We are an independent baseball team in the American Association. So that's kind of like the quick and dirty uh, high level overview of my career. Uh Wow. Yeah. I feel like you just spoke on it. You're kind of a jack of all trades with being so many different places, but also I feel like that's the important part of it. You're learning what you like, maybe not, and also learning what you don't like um, and just picking up skills along the way. So that's um, super cool that you got the opportunity to do that. For me, it's always been on the business operations side of things, whether it's been marketing, ticket sales, social media, websites, like community relations, any of those types on how all like generating revenue and engaging fans is really kind of what my career has been, has been about. And now as a general manager, and then you got to make sure you hire some smart people around you because you have to make decisions on things. Like I always joke that when I finally got to sit in this office, I felt like my IQ dropped about 20 points because <laughs> I had to make decisions on things. I had, I don't even like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. Yeah. I can imagine. So I guess you kind of spoke on um, the operation side of it. So um, you've worked with a variety of um, that within sports. So I guess what aspect has been the most challenging and also what has been the most rewarding within that? You know, always the most challenging part is just managing people. It always is, no matter whether you're managing volunteers or young staff or very experienced staff, that's always the challenge, I think. Um, and now I've managed a team of, you know, 10 full-time people and you've got players and hourly staff and there's a lot of moving components to it. So I think that's always been the most challenging part. Um, probably the most rewarding part is just seeing those same people grow and, um, and make sure that they're achieving their dreams and what they want to out of their careers, but also our fans as well. And just seeing people come to the ballpark and have a good time in the ballpark. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So you worked with several minor league baseball teams, Railcats, Rubber Ducks. um, And I guess that this was towards the end of your career. Well, not the end of it, but as it's now. Um, So I guess what kind of sparked your interest in minor league baseball and what's your favorite part about it? Well, so I just kind of fell into it, really. I... um, I actually never had any intention of working in baseball. That was like I t- said before, I like wanted to work in the NBA and baseball's a grind. It really is. You know, if you're at the MLB, you're playing 81 home games and spring training and now special events and grinding it out. We only play 50 home games. It's a grind day after day after day, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, that's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I just kind of fell into it. But once I got here, I fell in love with it because of the impact that we can have. And you can see really how minor league baseball can become a part of the fabric of a community. Not unlike how the MLB and our favorite college teams and all that can so as well. Um, It's just how we integrate ourselves and just seeing fans come out. It's for here we preach fantastic family fun, and that's what it's built on every single night and making sure that we're delivering unique, memorable experiences to our fans is really what it's about. 
Yeah, I love I love going to the Clippers game um, in Columbus, just right downtown. Get in Diamond Dog Night. Um, I love the also the aspect of the seating. It's just so open. Um, walk in and out, go get a snack, come back. Um, so I really do like the aspect of minor league baseball. It's not so huge or you feel lost, but it's still kind of uh, like smaller, like a, a fabric of the community where um, it's just nice to go um, enjoy yourself. So definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, absolutely. I love Clubberts Clippers games when I live. I lived in Columbus a long time ago, so for a mm-hmm. long time. So I love me some Clubberts, Columbus Clippers games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with everything going on right now um, with COVID-19 and a lot of talk about baseball in the news um, and when they're going to be starting back up, um, of course, it's been heavy, um, sports have been heavily, heavily impacted. So I guess what adjustments have been made within um, the league and also with the Railcats um, due to this and also what does the new normal um, look like for you guys? So it's impacted us a lot, right? Like a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Gary South Shore Railcats and the American Association are not exempt um, from that. So um, we had to make a very disappointing announcement last Friday that our season had been suspended mm-hmm. here for the Railcats. So we are pivoting and becoming a special events business this mm-hmm. upcoming summer. Um, what does it look like and what have we had to do? Like a lot of businesses, we've had to talk about social distancing, whether it's for fans, for staff, for players, for vendors. There's a lot of layers to this. We've had to add hand sanitizing stations. We've had to add enhanced cleaning to the facility. So after every night, we not only have to just clean the stands, but we then sanitize all the seats that are being used. We have to sanitize the bathrooms and then going through the incurring and figuring out how we're going to pay for all that because uh, yeah. there is an additional expense mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Um, what is the new norm look like? I think it's a continuation of what we have. I oftentimes think back to, you know, how 9-11 impacted society and sports. And at, before then, you could just walk into a, into a sporting event with no, no metal detectors, no searches, nothing of that. And now you just go through it and you don't even think twice about it. So it'll be some variation of cleaning, whether I don't know if a face mask will become a part of the norm. Our society seems to be a little slow to adopt that right now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how what the long term of that is. We require our staff when we're at events to wear to wear the face masks. But um, so we'll see what the long term is based off governmental recommendations. But it is some type of enhanced safety protocols. Mm-hmm, for sure. So kind of talked about events. I guess what events um, have you guys gotten requests for? Are they like business events, corporate events? Um, what does that kind of look like? Yeah, so we're in a unique situation where, we, where the stadium is located in the extreme northwest corner of Indiana. Uh, we're only 12 miles from the Illinois border. Illinois has a very different set of guidelines than the state of Indiana does. So we have been able to, uh, we've been able to not only create our own events, but also work with a lot of tournaments who are doing a lot of high school showcase events. Like we have one right going on right now in the ballpark. Um, 
uh, for high school, like high school kids who are playing like travel ball, some pretty competitive travel ball, but we're also creating our own festival, like a music fireworks festival. We're going to be here in two, two and a half weeks. We're going to be the, one of the only uh, venues shooting off fireworks in Northwest Indiana. And so wow. we're going to be able to put a, together a nice event for, for the, for the community, but also generate some revenue for the team mm -hmm. as well. And then for, for fans who are not, uh, either able to get, able to come out or just choose not to come because of social distancing. We're actually going to stream uh, the fireworks off our Facebook off our Facebook page, so they can still experience that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I I know everyone's just kind of figuring out as we go, but it's awesome to make those adjustments. Like I passed a movie theater the other day, and obviously it wasn't open, but they had it um, in like open drive-in movie theater. So I mean, it's just. Okay adjusting and adapting um to the times but that's yeah absolutely that's you just you got to you hear the word pivot and that's just another word for being adaptable is the way i look at it and that's mm -hmm. what we're all doing right now mm -hmm. for sure so with um all your experience and i guess um just different places you've been um from sports um what has been the highlight of your career so far oh boy <laughs> Highlight of my career? That's a good question, Hannah. There's, um, I think back to, God, I'm going to show my age now, 2000, I can't remember, 2003, maybe 2004, um, we were able to sell out a uh, women's basketball game uh, there at Ohio State, and I'm talking like 18,000 people, and wow. it was kind of a perfect storm, and the moon's aligned for yeah. us not only in terms on the marketing side, the promotion side, the fans being re-engaged, but a new team, like a new head coach came in, Jim Foster came in and put together a nice team and they had won some games. And this game against Purdue was a very impactful game for the conference championship. And we were able to sell it out. And so that, I think back about that, um, being able to create one of the first inside ticket sales teams in college athletics, that, that's pretty memorable. And then I'll fast forward then to getting to rebrand a team, going from the Akron Arrows to the Akron Rubber Ducks and going through – a variety of different experiences and emotions with that and then be able to ride that wave and that year I think we sold out that following summer we sold out like 14 or 15 of our baseball games on Fridays and Saturday nights and just growing with that it was pretty amazing and pretty special stuff it really was so I, I would probably use some of it so it's fun a lot of I guess a lot of sales related things uh-huh awesome that's really cool yeah um have not been a part of um, a basketball game that was sold out, especially a women's basketball game. So that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, I would be remiss to say also just seeing some staff grow as well, mm -hmm. you know, hiring people and watching them grow and uh, become and achieving their goals as well. Heck I'm getting old enough now. I'm starting to have interns. Of, I'm starting to get interns who were an intern for an intern. Like, I'm like, Oh my uh, God. Oh, you're getting, you've been doing this a long time when you're wow. getting, 
second generation interns. So yeah, and just seeing them grow is always. And then what my favorite is is also when they uh, when interns reach back out and just let you, just they just touch base and they let you know what's going on with their careers or their now their families like that. And or they'll t- talk back, hey, I you told me this story one time, or you gave me some advice, and now that totally makes sense. So those are some of the. I, I'm having trouble like referencing one specifically, but those are always proud, proud moments as well. Yeah. yeah you love to see people reach back out and stay connected. Um, yeah. So that's, absolutely. Awesome. that's awesome. So you kind of spoke about it a little bit before, but I just kind of want to ask you, why did you apply the sports management program at Ohio state? You said um, you kind of went um, out of sports and decided you wanted to come back into it. So I guess I could kind of ask you what was also during this sports management program, what was um, your favorite time within the program? And I guess what did you kind of get out of it the most? Yeah, so I picked Ohio State there. When I was going through, there really weren't a lot of options. There just weren't, not like you see today. And most of them were just at the graduate level. And having done my undergrad, at Ohio State. I definitely had some affinity. There there was an opportunity to become a graduate assistant. I only applied to Ohio State in one other one other school. Um, maybe for my girlfriend at the time, who's not my wife now, that's where she went to school and ultimately got in at Ohio State. And so I chose not to go to that uh, to that other to the other school. Okay. And and then, so that's how I got there. There there just weren't a lot of choices, and I, that's really where I wanted to go was a, was Ohio State. And I consider I just got lucky and I got in. Um, what it, what was the other part of the question, Hannah? If you could remind yes. me, please. Yeah, no problem. So, what was your favorite memory um, during the program, or what did you get out of it the most? You know, I think back to just getting to meet, get to go to school with a lot of different students who had a lot of different backgrounds and coming from all over the place. Um, You know what I think about a lot sometimes is, you know, not only just the education I got and those relationships and the professors were awesome. As as hokey as this might sound, um, I remember playing basketball on Friday mornings. Okay, yeah. And in the old Lorcan's Hall. So we'd get together and we'd play basketball from uh-huh. 6.30, 7 o'clock, which at the time I'm like, I am not getting up that early to play basketball. <laughs> right? And so, but now you get up that time no matter what. And so I remember play, it was just the sport management students. And so we would go and we would run for an hour, hour and a half, and then go shower and then go to class and do all our GA stuff and all that. So I, I definitely remember, remember that, but also just a lot of the, um, the experience I got, um, whether it was in the classroom or being a graduate assistant as well. Mm -hmm. And there was a third part to your question, which I have since forgotten because you got me thinking about playing basketball. Now. It's all good. That was basically yeah, just your favorite memory and what you got out of it the most. So yeah, those experiences yeah. with your um, classmates and just the experience you get um, within the program and class is really, really great. Yeah, no, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would be your advice to incoming graduate students? You know, my advice to incoming students or current students would be a, a, a couple. Um, take advantage of your time at a place like Ohio State. Yes, it is 
it is huge and it is massive. But with that comes so many opportunities and resources and just don't leave any stone unturned while you're there. You know, it's easy to get caught up on, I'm tired, I got to do my internship and I got to study and I got a million things um, going on. I'm so sorry, I didn't put my phone on mute. I would also then suggest get internship experience in whatever you're interested in doing and get relevant experience even and i don't i'm not as familiar as i once was with the requirements of the ohio state program but even if you're not getting credit for doing those internships figure out a way internship experience internship experience internship experience work on the hard skills but also work on the soft skills as well communication learn how to sell work hard be on time great attitude coachable all those things that's what we look for I can teach you all that. I can teach you everything else. Yeah, 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 for sure. I feel like um, I've, I've heard that a lot and it is just a, also a nice reminder because, I mean, you never know where you're going to end up 10 years from now. Um, so maybe just having that internship right now um, yeah. will keep your mind on that um, specific task or operation. So, yeah, that's, that's huge. Um, and you kind of already touched on it, but the most important skills to hone in to be successful in the sports industry, like communication, your soft skills, teamwork. Um, do you have any others? Um, I guess just be really coachable. I mean, mm -hmm. we all make mistakes and we all have successes, but take that coaching to heart and, you know, be willing to adapt and learn. Um, and I'm a big still believer. I'm probably a little old school like this because uh, I don't consider myself the smartest person in the room very often. Um, so no one ever, no one ever outworks me. Never. Mm -hmm. in a, never, 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 never. So I pride myself on being the hardest worker in the room, mm -hmm. maybe not the smartest person okay. in the room. So I, that's just some of those types of things that, that, and those skill set. That's what I look for in people. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And so lastly, for the informational questions, who has influenced you the most in your career journey and how? Oh, boy. <laughs> so we're talking about mentors then, right? Yes. Um, so I would say there's been more than one. I've been blessed to have some good ones. Mm -hmm. Probably a, my first one is a gentleman who still lives there in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, he actually now lives in Worthington. He worked for the soccer. He owned the soccer team okay. that I worked straight out of school. His name's Kinsley Nice. He's been a big influence uh, in my career. Um, when I worked at Ohio State, a gentleman who still lives in Columbus to this day, uh, his name is David Brown. He was my boss for eight years at Ohio State. Him and I, um, yeah, we spent a lot of time. We went, to, we went through some wars together on some on and had some excess successes and our kids are the same age and he's still not only a uh, a mentor but he's still a very good friend to this day and then i'd probably fast forward from there to my time with the rubber ducks jim fander who's the general manager and ken babby who is the owner of the rubber ducks they really taught me the business of minor league baseball because i had come into the games so late in my career if you will so uh, they definitely helped me uh they def helpfully, definitely definitely taught me that business and helped get me to where i am today and we're, when i was in that transition of leaving the rubber ducks to come here they were both very supportive and did what they could to help me get here that's great that's great awesome yeah. 
people along the way to help you and awesome that you're still um, connected with them. Still talk to them, not as probably as much as I should, but every couple of months I talk to every single one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Awesome. So we have a few um, fun questions. So I wanted to see see what your favorite sports team was. So growing up, definitely the big red machine was my, was my, um, was my favorite. Uh, Johnny Bench was my favorite baseball player still to this day. One of my most prized possessions that's worth about a buck is a, an autograph, a 1980 autographed Johnny Bench baseball card. Mm-hmm. I know he signed it because I handed it to him. Uh, probably not, like I said, probably not worth anything to anybody else, but it means the world um, to me. So, um, from there, if anybody that's watching these really truly knows me, Ohio State football and basketball through and through. Ghost card and gray. Right. I don't of miss course. it. I don't, I very, I very rarely, even in Northwest Indiana, I don't miss football games and I very rarely miss a basketball game as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the best, the best answer I've gotten so far. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, it's still my alma mater as well. I spent a, I always joke, Hey, I spent seven good years at Ohio state and I'm not a doctor. So, um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I had, let's just, I, yeah, I had a lot of fun and we even, and maybe studied every now and then. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. So, um, during quarantine, did you pick up any new hobbies or skills? I wouldn't say a hobby or necessarily a skill, but one thing my family and I did, this was my, uh, my wife and my daughter and I, we actually started, we did a few jigsaw puzzles, like okay. five piece, maybe piece puzzles. And it was just something to do as a family. Yeah. And it was so, I probably should have, probably should look back on it, probably should have read more and things like that. But that was just something we could do to try to get your mind off of it and take your mind off of work a little bit because we you know we were I mean we were stay at home for six eight weeks whatever it was and mm-hmm. definitely some hours cranking on some hours there but also so that was probably it just I found a love for maybe some jigsaw puzzles and now we're into event season I don't have time to do it but definitely back when we get into the off season so that's probably it for me the jigsaw awesome and last one so if you could describe Ohio State in three words what would they be Easy. People, tradition, excellence. (laughs) Yeah, I um, can agree with all those. We've gotten a lot of great responses on those. And every time um, I hear it, it just makes me even more, I guess, prideful and happy that um, I go to Ohio State, did my undergrad here, doing a master's. So definitely. Awesome. Mm -hmm, I did, yeah. So it's just great place nothing nothing bad to say about it of course only great things so yeah awesome yeah no i every time i make it back to columbus now about once a year probably around the holidays and we tend to just go down and drive around and if if the basketball team's in town we'll try to catch a game or something like that but if not we just we'll just take my kids and we'll drive around the campus and show them you know show them mirror lake or show them the library the college of business the the uh, i mean larkins isn't there anymore that type of stuff but the r pack is kind of where larkins hall used to be so yeah Show them all the sights and sounds of the the good old uh, Scholar and Gray campus. 
For sure, for sure. So, Brian, I just want to say thank you again. This is so great. Um, learned a little bit about you um, and your past experience, which was super um, interesting to learn about and hear about. So I just want to say thank you again, um, and thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, so we'll be posting these quite frequently. And, yeah, so, yeah, thanks again, Brian. We really appreciate it. And it's a pleasure meeting you, and please uh, tell Dr. Turner I said hello, if you would, please. I will, for sure. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Bye, everyone. Oh, here, my pleasure. Nice to meet you.